The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and get involved with the show using hashtag TFToday. And now, on with the show. Yes! Yes! Y'all! From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership, very beautiful Louisville, Texas. It is Texas Football Today, a show celebrating a milestone. My name is Greg Tepper. I am the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, a magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on Facebook or you're listening to us in the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there, celebrating his 73rd birthday. Happy birthday to John Lithgow. Hey, all right. 30 Rock from the Sun, right? That's, yeah. that's his best work of all time. Third Rock from the Sun was great. Oh, yeah, Third Rock from the and Sun. And then he, you combined uh, the, uh, yeah, 30 the TFA Rock, yeah. show My with bad. the, My bad. Um, the My other bad. show. Everyone, please um, yeah, it was he was good. He was also he played the he played a a, a serial killer in um in Dexter once. That's true, but it was, was it was after I gave up on the show. It was it was definitely it's like the one thing everyone's like, oh, but you gave up before Lithgow was Lithgow. on the show. Now Lithgow, like, Lithgow was great. It. I get it, but, but the whole that's show, what they yeah. get for screwing it up in season two. Not worth it. Today is Friday, October nineteenth, two thousand eighteen. Thirty four days till Thanksgiving. Episode six forty six, six forty six. J D Smarts ERA in his Lester's Texas Rangers career. Who could forget those fifteen games in two thousand and one? On today's show, guys, it's Mailbag Friday. We are answering your questions down below. If you have questions about high school football, college football, recruiting, lifestyle, romance, food, we'll answer all your questions coming up here at the back half of the show after we take care of a little business off the top uh, to announce the Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week and the uh, Assistant Coach of the Week, which, by the way, that was coming down to the wire. I don't know if you saw this. Yeah. It's really coming down to the wire. Okay, I think I know who's – oh, it's ending right now. Okay, okay. we're good. Is it, is it closed down officially? It's officially closed. Okay. Um, the assistant coach, that is. Oh, okay, not the other the one. The other one okay. was not closed. Okay. Yes. Um, so, today's special day. This is true. Today's October 19th, 2018. This is the day I finally quit and walk out the door and well, leave your ass here well, to deal with it yourself. Well, listen, you are very you're, you are somebody who is very much um, into, um, how do I say this, um, symmetry? You like things to be symmetrical? I guess. I don't know what that means. My point okay. is, guys, today is the third birthday of this dumb internet show. It is the third birthday. You know. Three and, years ago today we and, started the show. And here's how excited I was about it. I did not pull any B-roll from the first episode. Maybe know. we'll do it on Monday. I don't know. I don't know. Fridays are for me to not put that much work into my morning. I can, like take my time getting out the door after the workout and everything. And so, like, the idea of doing extra work, eh. And what are we really celebrating here? Well, it's 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 300. Uh, you know, this is episode 646. Um, three years we've been doing this dumb three show. And this years. is the third different studio we've done it in. This is the third different studio we've done it in. Uh, I'm trying to think of something fun we could do. Here, here's Does one. anyone know who our first guest was? If anyone in our comments knows who our first guest was, a gold star. I'm going to invite them to be a co-host on the show. Yeah. Um, yes. Uh, three years ago today, we launched Texas. We launched DCTF Live. It was DCTF Live, which is now Texas which was a name that was overthought. Very much. And then we were just like, wait a second. What if we're talking about football in Texas, and it's today? 
That so made changed. more sense. I did do a little bit of math, back of the envelope math. I believe that we have done this show. Uh-huh. Are you ready to be very depressed? Okay. We have done this show for 350 hours. All right. Okay. 350 hours. That's a that's a back of the envelope math. That would be 14 and a half days worth of this show. Oh man, we two, already have a winner. Two weeks. Really? How did someone guess this already? Well, we've got historians, man. Man, we've got historians. Yeah, holy um, cow! The first so, guest, by the way, was Rickland Holmes. Yeah, Misael M- M- Romero says John Tyler coach, right? That is correct. Holy cow! And uh, he like came on late. I know. I don't know what he's doing, but not, not look, either. I'm I'm staying true to my word. Misael, you want to come be a co-host one day? Come do it. You have an open invitation. You just got it. Um, you just got it, buddy. So happy third birthday to this we'll dumb talk, internet we'll show. We'll talk Liverpool. That's this, what we'll do. This dumb internet show. Um, we hope we've made your lives a little bit more mediocre. Brent Holman says he Googled it. That's Hey, look. That's that's just being smart. Yep. The the offer was there. Plus, Brent's like already going to be a co-host, so what's he got to lose? Yeah. Right? We're just basically, if you want to host this show, we'll just let you. Yeah. So anyway, happy yeah. birthday to this dumb internet show. Right. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Dave Campbell's Texas Football, along with Wells Fargo, and in conjunction with the Academy Sports and Outdoors, Texas Bowl is proud to present the Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week Award to the most deserving high schooler in the state of Texas. Every Monday at noon, TexasFootball.com announces 10 candidates for that week's award based on the previous week's on-field performance. Voting then closes at noon each Friday. I close the poll, don't worry. With the winner being announced shortly thereafter. That time is now. It is my great pleasure to announce the Week 7 Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week is Harden running back Darius White. Ran for 410 yards and four touchdowns in the Hornets' big win. Congratulations to him. Congratulations to all the nominees. El Paso Parkland running back Deion Hankins, Melissa quarterback Brendan Lewis, Denton Geyer wide receiver Seth Mater. Uh, Mater. Sounds right. Is it Mater? Matter. 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 Meter? Matter. Matter, something like that. Anyway, he was really good. Yeah. West Sabine quarterback Dalen Smith, Mission Veterans Memorial quarterback Landry Gilpin, Newton defensive lineman Christian Paulette, San Antonio Madison quarterback Dante Higgins, Fort Willowridge linebacker Floyd Vitito, and Waco University defensive lineman Andrew Apodaca. But a very special congratulations to the Week 7 Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week, Harden running back Darius White. Well deserved. And good job, Harden, getting out the vote. They listened to, uh, they listened to you challenge them. About how they nominate. They did. Guys, but then they I have vote. to. I yeah. While we're here, I'm giving it up to Harden, right? Mm-hmm. Because they nominated him two different weeks, like in mass. Mm-hmm. But then the first week they didn't follow up with the votes. They got the votes this week. Big shout out to Harden. They did stand up for your guy. They did. A great I appreciate job. that. that Let's go. Derry Max and Dave Campbell's Texas Football are proud to team up this year to honor excellence in coaching and the hard work that assistant coaches put in on behalf of their teams. Each week, the Texas football staff will nominate four deserving assistant coaches across the state and let fans decide on the Built by Nature Assistant Coach of the Week via Twitter poll. It all leads up to the Derry Max Built by Nature Assistant Coach of the Year decided at season's end. The votes have been tallied. It's a close race, but we have a winner. The Week 7 Built by Nature Assistant Coach of the Week is Collinsville defensive coordinator Jason Burnett. 
The Pirates' defense hit its stride against rival District Rival Valley View, stymieing the Eagles and holding them in check in route to a 15-6 to win. Congratulations to all the nominees, Brownsville Hannah Offensive Coordinator J.C. Ramirez, Allen Offensive Coordinator Derek Alford, and Splendor Offensive Coordinators Jeremy Willis and Chip Keel. But a very special congratulations to the Week 7 Built by Nature Assistant Coach of the Week, Collinsville Defensive Coordinator Jason Burnett. Very well-deserved. Congratulations to him, and congratulations to the Collinsville uh, fan base, which got out the vote in mass, and a big, big effort for them. So congratulations to all of them. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Please subscribe to Dave Campbell's Texas Football. It's our insider package. Go to TexasFootball.com and read about it. I'm not going to go through the whole thing. You guys are going to know about it. It's $19.95 for entire years. Just, you know, is that helping sell things? I guess I don't. I don't, I don't know. Now here's here's before we get into the mailbag because uh, mailbag Friday. Ask questions down below because I have. I, I don't mean to run, rub salt in the wound because I I do think the oh, Astros we were the go. better uh, team. I do. No, 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 no. But this is a fun question for everyone. This is a fun question for everyone. Oh, is it? It is. It is. Everyone, calm down. So we talked to you trying to get tickets for Game One and Two at the World Series next week. I can't get them. Oh can't, no! Can't get game, but I can get six and seven. Right now, I will. I uh, three. I also had, I also got tickets for three, four, five in L. Or well, if it happens in L. A., I have tickets set aside for three, four, and five. But I can't do that because I'm going to be on my anniversary trip next weekend. But basically, flipping the days. But so two weeks from now, ish, a little less, ten days. Right, if the World Series in Game Six and Seven. Y'all are going to have a hard time putting together this internet show. I'm just throwing that out there because you got to do that, right? Got to do it. Doesn't matter what time of football season it is, you got to go. If it's game six, seven in the World Series, you got to go, right? You got to. I don't disagree with you, but you're, I mean, you you are running the risk of it not getting there. Oh, look, it may not get there. And I, look, but the, the reality is I'm not like, I'm not throwing so much money at this that I'll regret it later. I can't do that. I can throw just enough money at this to be there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh,. So I'm betting on six and seven. If they if it doesn't get to six and seven, okay. Mm-hmm. Like eh. the thing about six and seven though is you kind of you're like just get to six. Mm-hmm. If you could be there, if they like potentially might win it, mm-hmm. you could be there for that. Sure. I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Ah. Anyway, uh, I'm just warning y'all in advance, like because I think everyone would probably make the same decision. So is game one not happening? One and two, I can't get tickets to. Not see. not at the price. That you're through that my through my connection. Okay. Yeah, I can't can't do I it. I know you were looking at flights last night. I was can't can't you, pull it by off. By the way, I want to I want to call out Max Thompson. That's fine. You can do that. We're sitting in the press box last night. It is the sixth inning or the seventh inning, and he's looking at flights to Boston as if jinxes don't exist. Hey, they don't exist for Boston. I was just gonna put I was just gonna put the I was just gonna put the, <laughs> the twenty four hour hold on it. It's fine. <laughs> It's fine. All right, let's get to the mailbag. Let's right. get to the I was, mailbag. I was thinking about that the whole night home. I yeah. was like, oh, my God, if they blow this, Max is going to feel like it. It's fine. Uh, but it's, they didn't. It's fine. They didn't. It's fine. We're going to just keep going. It's fine. Mailbag Friday, everybody. We're asking. We're answering your questions. We've got a full half hour to do this thing. My goodness. Well, you got a lot of questions already, Good. so it's fine. Let's fire away, Max. All right, let's start it off with one of our favorites, a guy who's been with us just about longer than anyone else, Tony Blaylock. Mr. A, at TXHSFB. He's, a, he's an OG. He's an OG, man. We have been with Tony for a long, long time. He is one of the greats. So, Tony, you get to be first on the three-year anniversary special. 
Some unexpected meaningful games in the greater Houston area this week. 16-6A is a dumpster fire after Westfield. Mm-hmm. Three Aldean schools tied for second place, Davis-Ike-Nimitz at 2-1. and one. This week, Ike plays Nimitz and Davis plays Decaney. Aldean ISD on the rise or Spring ISD on the decline? I think it's a little bit of both. Um, first and foremost, I think that I think that Westfield is and always has been kind of the bell cow of or at least the most consistent program in Spring ISD. And this this week is no exception. Or this year rather, is no exception. I do think Aldine's getting better though. I really like what Ike's been able to put together. Um, I've been very impressed with Nimitz. Um, I know the record's not beautiful right now, but if they can go and they can knock off Ike tonight, that would be impressive. Um, and look, but it's it's still kind of prove-it time here for those schools. All that means is that I think that in that district, in District 16-6A, you're seeing the all, outside of Westfield. Remove Westfield, as you mentioned. Mm-hmm. You're seeing Aldean ISD kind of on the rise and Spring ISD kind of on the decline a little bit, and they're meeting in the middle. And what you're getting is a lot more competitive games. So whereas in the past, Aldean Davis versus Spring Decaney would be kind of a no contest to. Instead, it's, a, it's an interesting game that could really go either way. Um, I think I like Decaney to bounce back and get a win, but that I mean their defense has just been such a liability for them. And so my that's something that I'm interested in. It is a crazy, crazy district uh there in sixteen six A. And um and by the way, you know, but you're right. It's it's weird. You have this one team at the top who's so clearly head and shoulders above everybody in Westfield. Um they get they get Aldine MacArthur tonight and they're going to do very mean things to them. Um and then, but then it's just a whole mess of teams that are hard to sort out. But we'll get another data point this week to really help sort it out. So, yes, sixteen six A is wild. What's next, Max? Patrick Murphy asks, "Who do y'all think will win twelve five A D two? We get asked about this this a lot. So, twelve five A D two is the uh, PNG Needle yep. and Crosby District. It's, like it's I, I wide open race. I would have said Crosby was your favorite." Until right. last week. Right. Yeah. I mean, now, here's the fun thing. Probably going to end up coming down to um, Mid-County Madness. Yeah. It's probably going to end up coming down to P&G and, and, and Nederland. Um, now, Nederland's still got to play Crosby. That's still on the docket. Mm-hmm. And there is definitely a, a there is definitely a possibility where P&G beats Crosby, Crosby beats Nederland, and Nederland beats P&G. That's entirely within the realm of possibility. Right now, though... You'd have to probably go with PNG simply because they've got the win in hand, whereas Nederland still has those two big games ahead. And by the way, that's to say nothing about Santa Fe, who I actually think is pretty darn good this year, and Barbers Hill, who is dangerous, and Viter, who runs that wild offense, and they're 0-3 in district, but you know they could sneak into that fourth spot. I would say right now, PNG's your favorite. But it's close, and there's kind of two tiers to this thing, where you've got PNG, Nearland, Crosby right here at the top. I think that's a, a sector. Those three are probably in the playoffs, but they're going to be battling it out for seeding and stuff like that. And then you've got this other, this this next line of Barbers Hill, Santa Fe, and Viter, who are going to duke it out, and that's going to be a lot of fun as well. So, uh, yeah, I would say that's the way that I view it right now, but it's all subject to change. Uh, the big game tonight is Barbers Hill and Viter. Uh, that's going to tell us a lot. And we're going to start to sort out that kind of race for what I believe to be the fourth playoff spot. What's next, Max? Let's see here. All right. Yeah, boy, Lennon. 
Max, I'm here to stump Greg today. Two questions. Number one, are you already in Thanksgiving hype mode? Always. 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 Actually, my in-laws are in town, and they brought me um, Thanksgiving stuff. They brought me like Thanksgiving napkins and Thanksgiving. Oh, okay, I was like worried that they were starting the food already, and I was oh, like, no, "That's no, no, sacrilege! No, no, no. No, sacrilege!" Thanksgiving, um, um, decor. <laughs> Number two, mm-hmm. the most ridiculous question Lennon has ever asked: Name a football field that runs east to west and not north to south. And watch Greg's brain break. Um, Isn't that a, that's a question? Question for Texas Bob, really? Boy, I have no idea. Um. No, Longview runs north to south. Um, I do not know. I legitimately don't know. Is I, I'm sure there is one, um, and I'm sure it's like San Saba, like <laughs> Clyde. Well, no surprise here. Matt McSpadden says there are several. Yeah, I'm sure there Trailer, are. Trailer Schulenberg, Ackerley Sands. I can't think. Lehman of, Saunders throws that one in. I can't. I can't think of any. That's I. Sorry, you've you you've done it. My my brain has melted, and yeah. the only thing keeping it in are these headphones. Yeah, boy, Lennon. Okay, here to screw with you. All right, I'm just off kilter. That's all right. Now. What's That's next, fine. Max? We'll we'll bring it back into the normal realm for you. Uh, Trey Vaught asks, "What team do you see winning Region Three in 4A Division Two? Okay, <laughs> boy, I don't know. Oh. I mean, like the the fun thing about this yeah. is that. For years and years and years, forever and ever, amen, it was just West Orange Stark, and you just write them in and go, okay, well, it's West Orange Stark. Who's going to come out of Region 4? Who are they going to play in the semifinal? Obviously, West Orange Stark has, has fallen by the wayside. I will say I talked with Cornell Thompson this week, and he thinks that they've gotten they're, – they're improving. So, And he thinks that they're, they're on the they've, – they've gotten a lot of the, the – they've worked out a lot of the kinks. And I trust when Cornell Thompson says that. So I would not write off West Orange Stark. That said, probably starts with Jasper. Mm-hmm. The way they're playing right now, mm-hmm. Jasper's probably your favorite. Do I hear Sweeney? Sweeney's undefeated. Yeah, Sweeney's undefeated. Um, uh, they play Wharton tonight. They're in the mix. Giddings, of course, is in the mix. If they can figure things out, uh, you know, offensively and kind of get get over the hump there, I think they're in the mix. West Orange Shark, of course, is in the mix. Boy, I mean, what does the computer say? Computer's got Jasper. We got the Jasper. Uh, J- computer's yeah. got Jasper number one in the state. Yeah. By the way. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I would put them. I would. You know what? If you want a sleeper, and I'm going to keep banging the drum, and I know they're in a tough district, but Silsby is a really good team. Mm-hmm. Silsby is a team that, even though their record's three and four, I still think that that's a good team. So keep an eye on them. Um. And yeah, that would be the way. I mean, Belleville's a good team. I don't know. It's it's a very, it's very odd that we've gone from one extreme where it seemed like there's only one team that can win that region, to the other extreme, where it seems like there's like nine teams that can win the region. Mm-hmm. Right now, I guess my pick's Jasper. I, guess, I mean, the way they're playing right now, right. They, you know, they beat West Orange Stark. Right. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I think that, I think right now you've got to go with the Bulldogs. What's next, Max? Oh. Hampshire Finette's in that mix, too. Don't sleep on Hampshire Finette. Sorry, go on. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> I won't. <laughs> Uh, Lehman Sanders, Lehman Saunders, excuse me, asks asks a very important question: Is it hook and lateral or hook and ladder? Yeah, this is not asking which is technically correct, but which is more commonly used. See, I don't know that. He says I I say ladder, and I blame Varsity Blues, which is funny. I I say hook and lateral because because I'm just a very kind of um, uncreative person. Sure, and I'm I'm just somebody who views things and and the way that 
the whole idea of the play, if you if you sound it out, is that there's a hook route and then a lateral. Mm-hmm. So I say hook and lateral. Mm-hmm. That said, there are a lot of smart people that I know who say hook and ladder because it has something to do with like a fire truck and and there's I don't know. It's something weird. I would say my my lizard brain goes to hook and lateral, but I do not fault you if you say hook and ladder. And the reason he's asking is oh, who was it? Somebody in the six-man ranks won on a hook and on that play. I'm not even going to say it. Um, someone uh, in the six-man ranks won on that play this week or uh, last week. In in like as time expired, um, it was. I've got it here somewhere. Oh, it was Savoy. Savoy was trailing St. Joe, 45-44 with ten seconds remaining, and then they. They ran a, a hook and lateral play yeah. and ended up winning. I'm with you on hook and lateral. Mm-hmm. Uh, as Matt McSpadden said, uh, Matt or uh, hook hook and ladder is a fire truck, which is also true. Yeah, I mean, yes. the, but I also get it because we name things like we like if you if you rush somebody who normally doesn't rush, it's called a blitz. Sure, and like so, and we took that from like a a war thing. Sure, so we do have names. I see it both ways. I'm trying to play both sides here. Um, I say hook and lateral, but I also don't fault anybody who says hook and ladder. What's right. next, Max? Uh, Brent Homan throws in, by the way, look at Jasper's opponent's combined record. Who have they played besides West Orange Stark? True, but West Orange Stark, that's, they beat them soundly. That's a big win. That counts. It like, is. The rest of the schedule matters, but when you handle West Orange Stark like that, you get credit for it. You like, do. That's not a game you just forget about. Um, anyway. Yeah, that's, yeah. I'm only arguing with him because and the I, other like, thing, I here's, like to be arguing here's the other thing. Here's the other thing about that is that there is that Jasper is is slaughtering people. Right. Jasper is taking is taking teams to the woodshed in a way that we we are not we did not expect them to. So when you play bad teams, you're supposed to beat them badly, and that's yeah. what they've done. Right. So West Orange Shark, you know, when you play a good team, you're supposed to win by. Uh, you know, a, a more functional amount, and that's what they did with their 34 24 work a couple weeks ago. And by the way, they're probably going to finish undefeated, although center is not terrible. But anyway, go on. Anyway, continue. Uh, Maverick Cassidy with a great question. Which high school's teams uh, have iconic uniforms? Also, what are your thoughts of teams that pull in Oregon mixing and matching uniforms? Don't like it. Don't like it. Well, you're a little too old man on this. I'm very, I'm very, I'm, I'm a, I'm a purist. You're a very old man on this. Uh, first questions first. Iconic uniforms in this state. I know we're going to get a lot of responses in the comments for this, um, for the ones that we pick out. Uh, I will let you go first. Here are the ones that immediately spring to mind. Yeah. Temple's blue front, white back magic. Yep. They got the blue front and white back pants. Yep. They're incredible. Um, I love Corpus Christi raised uniforms where yep. they've got the red stripes on the yep. – um, on yep. the um, the shoulders, Katie. At this point, Katie yeah, is iconic because it's, it's, it's very it's, iconic. You know what it is? It's very like Michigan. Yep. Like it's just like you see them and you know who they are. Permian, obviously. Yes, Permian's a. I, one. You know when when one that is interesting. They change the uniforms a lot, but I feel like just in general, San Angelo Central, that yep. orange is iconic. It They're is. synonymous. It's angry orange. Yeah, exactly. And uh, even though they've changed some things over the years, I mean, it's that's who they are. Yeah. Um, I don't think of anybody else that just like springs to mind of just like we've gotten used to seeing Carthage, but they kind of mix it up a little bit. So yeah, I don't do. feel like it's a suspe- like a specific signature look. Mm-hmm. Um, Westlake, they really don't. They haven't changed. No. I mean, if you look at the uniforms that Drew Brees wore versus what Same they're wearing uniforms. now, that's that's pretty similar. Um, those are some of the those are the ones, ones that immediately sprung to yeah. mind for me. Yeah, 
I feel like, and so far the comments are pretty much echoing the same ones that we've talked about. Yeah. I'm trying to think if there's anyone we're leaving out that's obvious. I'm sure there is that I'm just blanking on. Yeah. You know whose uniforms are South Lake. Really? South, South Lake. Lake is Rob Hadaway through that. That's a good one. Staying, South staying Lake, with yeah. green, you know who else's uniforms I really like is yeah. Wall. Well, well, the Seahawk. They, they got you the gotta, green Seahawk, got, and they're uh, just green. Yeah. We're the green team. Yeah. And I like that a lot. Yeah. Uh, Salina. Salina's that very orange good. Is Salina, very, yeah. Salina, again, like the yeah. kind of thing is like uniforms become iconic when you see them play a lot in big yeah, games. because they're very good. Right. Yeah. It's like like there's a reason yeah. why, you know, Salina's is, is – and, and we're talking about Salina and Katie is because yeah. we see them play in important games a lot. Yeah. So um, that's part, of, that's part right. of the fun. What's next? Uh, Ruben Rios it was, asks, uh, and Ruben is a longtime uh, fan of the show. It was before you guys worked for the magazine, but will the old Texas football classic make a comeback? I could uh, use an opening day high school football triple header to start the season. Boy, uh, I, you know, I hadn't checked my calendar, but it is classic o'clock for people is. to ask about it. Oh, man. Yeah, so for those who don't know, we ran the Texas football classic for a while. Um, it was down at the Alamo Dome, and we would run like three games. Um, there at the Alamo Dome. Mm-hmm. And we basically gave up on, not gave up on it, but basically like we, we it's it became harder and harder to get teams to match, to put in compelling matchups. Like in the beginning, in the early going of the Classic, like you would get almost anybody you want. And, and because we'd say, hey, you get to be part of the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Classic. And they were like, oh, this is fantastic. We want to do it. Well, then more and more Classics started coming out. I'm not saying... I don't know if we were the first. I honestly don't. And yeah. That's not a shot. Yeah. But, like, basically, more and more came out. And so these teams started getting pulled in different directions. And they, it was – whereas you could you could have an awesome game between an Austin team and a, and, a, and a Houston team there. Instead, now there's, like, a Houston Classic. And why wouldn't we just play in that one? Right. You know? So to answer your question – it's probably not coming back. Yeah. Um, I don't make those decisions. Uh, there is somebody who signs my checks who does, um, but but I have not gotten the indication that we are that we're bringing back the classic. I personally, me, Greg Tepper, employee of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, would love for it to come back. It would be yeah. awesome. Yeah. But it's it. There's a lot of there's a lot of work that goes into it, and I don't know. I I, I think that the the people who actually work here as opposed to us, um, are probably against it. Football days in Texas, baby. Football days in that's Texas. That's a great – It's it's been a while, but that's a great way to kick off the season. It is. That's kind of becoming maybe the replacement. I kind of like it. Yeah. Uh, our friend Tony Venegas out of the Odessa American says, Have you seen the sun at all this week? It finally stopped raining here in Odessa, and we'll try, and we'll try to send it no. in your direction. No. We I feel like maybe on Tuesday for a little bit. There's a minute maybe that we saw, the, saw the sun, but it's been. And by the way, there's big ro- there's big weather rolling across at least North Texas again yeah. tonight. So yeah, yeah. Brent Homan out in Graham says it just stopped raining there, so maybe that's a good sign. Barf. I don't know. No, it's just know. it's coming our way. Uh, not a question, but worth noting because you and I were talking about this in the press box last night in McKinney. Uh, Levi Nebish, I think that's how you say his name, Knebish. Uh, says Tascosa put up a heck of a fight last night they against Birmingham, huh? and they had that one point lead going into the end. I was like, "Oh man!" They were um, that was quite a game. They were up, and there was a moment where they were winning. But yeah, Permian went on the road and 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 got got a push there from Tascosa. Um, that's a good district. Um, I, I think two six A's turned into a really good district, and um, you know, really from top to bottom, Tascosa. You know, they fall to one on one in district. Um, those are first, they're, you know, they're just, you know, they're four and three now. Uh, they kind of now get relegated down to that kind of fighting for the third and fourth spot, in my opinion. Um, right now I'd probably go Permian one, 
lead to that Odessa Tascosa game is going to be big. Um, I th- unless they already played, right? You're listening to live coverage of me looking up what Odessa's schedule is. Uh, no, not you, not Permian. <laughs> um, they that Odessa and Tascosa game, which happens uh, in two weeks. Yeah, that's the big game, and Odessa's got to go to Amarillo. Yeah, so that's a game that that's probably going to decide um, at least third and fourth, and maybe even the fourth spot in the playoffs, depending on. Um, you know, if a team like Friendship can pull it together with things, or, or Midland, but um, I would say it's probably some sort of order: Lee, Permian, Tescosa, and Odessa right now. But yeah, it's a you know, it's it's a wild it's a wild district, and it's yeah. it's um you know the home road splits matter too, which yeah. is interesting. Levi says his Rebels will beat will beat Odessa. I honestly, I'm inclined to think they will after that performance last night. It's, yeah. it's quite a running ground game they got going. There. Yeah, and by the way, yeah. Odessa could be 0 and 2 after tonight in district play if they lose to. Lee, yeah, which dogs. yeah, I was gonna say that's not gonna be an easy one either. Uh, yeah, uh, Misael says uh, when I decide to make the multiple hour drive from Georgetown just to hang out with the mediocre internet show, I'll let y'all know. Maybe state championship week. Hey, keep us posted, buddy. You earned it. Come on by. Yeah. All right. Good one here from Freddie Davis, who's been showing up a lot more in our comments. Good to mm-hmm. see you, Freddie. Two AD one does one of the seven undefeated teams win state? Rivercrest, Celeste, Carlisle, New Deal, Mason, San Saba. I'm going to say no. Um, who, the, who, who, the, who are you hitching your wagon to, Tepper? Shiner? Shiner. You're, t- you're hitching your wagon to Shiner? Now, the thing is, Shiner will at some point have to run into Mason. Yep. Um, and may have to. They shouldn't have to run into Refurio. I think... I think. Um, no, they may have to run into Refurio. I don't yeah. know. Um, that is... To me, right now, I'd go with Shiner. That said, keep an eye on Carlisle. That game now next week against Union Grove after Union Grove went and got spanked last night yeah. by Big Sandy. Yeah. Um, that game for next week lost a little bit of its luster. It was going to be a battle of unbeatens. Um, I'm still I'm still rolling with Shiner, but Mason is certainly in that mix. Um, Celeste has been a really fun story, too. Celeste is a fun story, and they are dominating people defensively. It's been really, really fun. They got a big game tonight against Valley View. If they beat Valley View tonight, and I know Valley View's got a weird, like, got that ugly two and three record. That's a that's a still a very decent Valley View team. If they beat them, the people are going to sit up and pay attention to what Celeste is doing. The Blue Devils have been excellent this year. What's next, Max? Shay Harris, our man out in San Angelo, asks: Will Haltom be ten and zero heading into the playoffs? Because you know what he's asking. They probably will. I mean, now they're past Trinity, um, but I mean they've still got. I mean they've still got some doing to do. Um, it's what are the biggest hitches for you when you look at what they got left? Pull their schedule. They get, I, Abilene, they get Abilene tonight, and there is a letdown, big letdown factor, maybe. right? Yeah. They do have to go to Saint Anne. Do, do have to go to Central to finish the year? Gee, I wonder why Shea asked. Uh, they do have to go to Central, but I don't know. The central offense has me worried. Um, hey man, you're not buying in on the new QB. They got to go to Rich. They got to go to Richland too. Listen, there are landmines all over. There are landmines all over. Uh, but right now, they've got to be the favorites to to finish undefeated. I think they're. I think they're. I think Trin- I mean, I don't think it goes. Real, I, I don't think it's a real hot take to say that Trinity was the biggest hurdle in their way. Yeah. Um, now, I mean, they got to avoid a letdown tonight against Abilene. Um, but if they do that, they got a great shot at it. I like. I like. A road trip to Central as a bear trap. I like it. That's a that's a big old bear trap. I'm with Shea. Mm-hmm. I get I get what he's getting at. 
I think that's going to be an interesting one. More mm-hmm. interesting than you apparently think. Mm-hmm. You've let all those Haltem, Haltem army get to you. You're, they're outside your door with pitchforks, and now you're scared to pick against them. No, you should wrote me a check. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> Our man Brent Holman asks, what are the keys to Graham winning tonight? I believe they got Bridgeport, right? Uh, is that right? That sounds right. Sounds right. That sounds like a thing. Brent yeah. always expects me to know exactly what's that going sounds like on a with game Graham. They play. Not just there's 700 other games going on every night. But. Look, I mean the 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 secret for Graham is going to be tonight is the, going to be the secret for Graham every game they play. When they play good defense, they win, and when they don't play good defense, they lose. Offense has really picked it up. The so offense has picked it up, which it is good. But like, yeah. like you got to be able to play some defense, and yeah. and Bridgeport is not this this high flying, crazy explosive offense, but. You know, on the road, it'll be, you know, it'll be tough. I don't know. Like, they, they got to play defense. The, 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 every time you ask me this, I'm just going to say, how's the defense going to play? If the defense <laughs> plays good, they're probably going to win. If the defense doesn't play good, they're probably going to lose. I can't wait till you guys are sitting next to each other arguing about this. I think that's, that's the case. Great. That's going to be great. Anyway. Sorry, I feel like I've got a beat on Graham. It's like, it's it, they go as the defense goes. Yeah, pretty funny. Uh... Daniel Sanchez asks, thoughts on grass fields for the big schools? Hey, look, man. I love it. We love grass grass fields. Wish they were still around more. The ship has sailed. But we're seeing now, by the way, and by the way, there have been a number of games changed, not necessarily dates and times, but they've been moved. Perfect example. Kevin Hoffman at Mart tweeted out yesterday that their game with Wortham, at Wortham, is getting moved, I believe, to Mejia tonight. Um, and, And you might be like, well, why are they doing that? Well, Wortham plays on grass. And Mejia has a turf field. And now Mart has a turf field, but Wortham's not going to be like, hey, you guys can host a game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're playing in a neutral site now to get to, because these, these games are going to be gross. They're going to be real mm-hmm. gross. I would prefer grass. I love, you know, when games are played on grass, I think it adds an extra element. But I also understand that there does come a point where it's almost unplayable. And I know that there were, there, so in six man, um, Grass fields are really, really common, super common, and as a result, like, the last few weeks have been just ugly messes of games because of that. So it's kind of, you know, what do you want? Do you want do you want a, a game, a crisply played game, or do you want a game where people battle through the elements? And, yeah. So, I don't know. There's also a big a big industry now in, in, gra- in artificial yep. turf. So. Saves turf. districts a lot of money, and that's yeah. kind of the bottom line. Exactly. Uh, Janice Lissy asks, when will Falls City see a good challenger? This is kind of flying yes. under the radar for most of the state, but they are really I good this year, and it's tough. I think it's next week. Uh, do they get is, – is next week the game they play Charlotte? Um, oh, we got a Charlotte question, too, coming up, so we'll, yeah, just, we'll piggyback. Um, let me make sure. I think that's next week they get Charlotte, and that's a game that is going to be a big that that'll be a test. I think Charlotte's legit. Um, I I I really do. Let me check this and make sure. Yeah, next week they host Charlotte. Charlotte's legit, and and I think that they're uh, they'll be favored tonight. Um, I think to beat Pettis. Um, I think they you know if they beat Pettis, they're going to roll in here undefeated, and that'll be a battle of seven and O's. Assuming Fall City beats Rungi, which uh, I love the Yellow Jackets, but they should beat Rungi. Yeah. Um, that is, yeah, I would I would keep an eye on that one. This is a really good, sound Charlotte team that plays solid defense and and punches people in the mouth. And I think the Fall City will get a test next week from Charlotte. What's next, Max? Well, that was the that was the follow up. Was oh, yeah. uh, was uh, some guy named Ortega. Mm-hmm. Down at Charlotte, mm-hmm. might be the head coach. Mm-hmm. Says, "Hey, what about those Charlotte Trojans? <laughs> Six and zero in playoff bound. That's true. 
Got a big, but like we just said, big test next week. Big, big test tonight too. Yeah. Pettis, I know, yeah. like Pettis lost last the week um, and fell and fell uh, from the ranks of the unbe- uh, of the um, of the with they lost to Rungi, which is a really mm, weird loss. But um, yeah, they're rolling. Charles rolling right now. They got to take care of business against Pettis tonight. But this is like this is your um, this is your your one two here, Pettis. Uh, and Fall City, you go bang, bang, back to back. You beat those two teams, and suddenly things get really interesting. Uh, but yeah, things are going great down there in Charlotte. They're they're one of those under the radar teams. Um, there's about nine undefeated teams that I feel like nobody's talking about, like Birdville, and Charlotte certainly falls in that category yep. of really good undefeated team that nobody's talking about. What's next, Max? Good question from Miziel here. Uh, also, unexpected, meaningful game. Eastview at Glen. What kind of district yeah. is this? Well, that's the that's the Craigway Memorial uh, Wild District in thirteen five A Division Two. Um, he's he's obsessed with this district, and yeah, this is a huge game tonight. Yeah. This is a huge game huge tonight. Game. Glen may like clinch the district title if they win tonight. Yeah, they're four and two. They're three and zero in district. They moved to four and zero. Um, Eastview's kind of had that weird up and down year, but yeah, it's, 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 it is a complete train wreck in that district Mm -hmm. that, because, and the thing is, everyone's just kind of about the same. Now, Glenn could establish themselves as the team to beat and become, you know, have a very clear path to the district title if they win tonight. But yeah, you're exactly right. Glenn and Eastview, you know, just like we all predicted. Right, mm-hmm. just like we all had circled when the when the realignment came out, we we're like, oh yeah, Glenn and Eastview, that's going to be a huge game. <laughs> it is, it's a massive game. Here tonight. we are. Keep an eye on that. The other game, by the way, keep an eye on Bastrop and, and Marble Falls. It's another huge game in that yeah. district because Marble Falls is absolutely good enough to beat Bastrop. And if Marble Falls moves to one and three in district, and Bastrop falls to two and two, things get super crazy in that middle yeah. di- of that district. All right, you ready for the lightning round? We got let's about- go. We got about twelve questions in the next five minutes. So at this point, if you are watching the show, do not ask another question because I will never get to it. We have all of them in. This is what we're going to get out of the way. Lightning round. Go. Shea Harris asks, "Can you break down Water Valley at Garden City?" I mean, I can. <laughs> do you? Do you want me to? I think a uh, Garden to. City. Um, Garden City. By the way, well, another one of those undefeated teams nobody's talking about. Um, the, the the reason that they're so good is their defense has been great. They're going to beat Water Valley, and they're going to beat Water Valley pretty consistently. In fact, I would be surprised if that game goes a distance. I'm going to yeah. go Garden City. Go Bearcats. All What's right. Next? This is kind of a two-pronged question. We've got two guys asking different things. Dr. Rios asks, who you got? Hutto and Cedar Park. Cedar Park riding a 29-game winning streak. Hutto averaging 50 points per, 52 points per game, while Cedar Park gives up 20. Something's got to give, baby. I mentioned it in the picks. Yeah. I will I'll say it again. Cedar Park has owned Hutto yeah. historically yeah. forever and ever. Yeah. Last have. year was supposed to be the year. Last it wasn't year, even exactly. close. And it wasn't. No. If it's going to happen, it's going to happen this year. It's got to be this year. Everything sets up perfectly Come on, for Hutto. hippos. If they don't do it this year, I don't think they'll ever beat yeah. Cedar Park. I really mean that. I don't <laughs> We've got everything going for at them. At this point, there's a mental yeah. thing. And yeah. so I'm going with Hutto. Yeah. I'm picking the hippos. But if they don't win... It's like I don't think they'll ever beat Cedar Park. And the follow-up to this, Kelvin Kelvin Jones asks, will Hutto meet Shadow Creek in the playoffs? Playoffs? If so, who comes out victorious? Man, we got to see what happens tonight. This is the one. And by the way, Shadow Creek's got um, they got a huge one this they week. Got friends with friends tonight. with this week. So if both teams win tonight, then we'll know a little bit more. If one of them loses, maybe yeah. that gives you your edge in your game right yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. Thanks. Kevin Higginbotham asks, who in each classification in the panhandle has a chance to go far in the playoffs? Each classification in the panhandle. So I guess. 
Do your best to just okay. name the best ones here. All right. I think that's, um, it's a little tricky to kind of get into the weeds on some of them. 4A, golly. 6A, Tascosa. 5A, D1, Amarillo. 5A, D2, Canyon Randall. Mm-hmm. 4A, D1, Canyon. Although Hereford's really good, too. Yeah. Um, 4A, D2, Dalhart. Who won that Dalhart Escado game? I didn't see. Uh, I think Estacado. Okay. I don't know. Um, that's 42. 3AD1, Bushland. 3AD2. Oh, Spearman. Survey says. No, no, no. Canadian. I'm sorry. Canadian. Estacado won that. Canadian. Yeah. Da, da, da. I'm sorry. sorry, sorry. Yeah. I forgot they were yeah. 3AD2. I was thinking of the 218. Uh, 2AD1, Panhandle. 2AD2, Wellington. Yep. And then um, 1AD1. McLean, yeah, McLean's really good. And 182 Fallout. Those are my those are my picks. Who's your pick to win 12-582? From Bobby Kelly, sorry. 12-582. Yeah. Um, we did that one. Oh, yeah, we did. Sorry. Sorry, 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 sorry. We already did that. No, no, no. Yeah. Um, sorry. Uh, Kelvin Jones asks, if you had to pick, uh, which game would you be most interested in seeing? Cedar Hill Lake Ridge, Huddle Cedar Park, Pearland Strike? Hutto Cedar Park, but yeah. it's close. Perlin Strake could be fun tonight. Perlin Strake could be fun if that Strake, if, if Strake's defensive line can match yeah. up with Perlin's offensive line. That's the big matchup. Cedar there. Hill Lake Ridge could be fireworks, baby. It, it could, could be. be a lot it of fun. Could, yeah, I wonder how the rain's going to There's just it. more history in the Hutto Cedar Park I game. Agree. Like, they're just, this is it. There's so this many storylines. This is the hinge point for this for this this kind of series rivalry. So I totally yeah. agree. Uh, any teams on upset alert tonight, Brent Holman asks. Um... You guys should do an upset alert game on Tep and Step. Yeah, we really should. That's should. a good one. That's an easy one That's for you guys one. to do. I'm going to yeah. say that, um, no, not off the top of my head. Um, I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm really, <laughs> I'm really failing you guys. Um, yeah, I'm failing you guys. I don't know. I, can, I don't. You know what? I can, you I know what? You know what? You picked. I'll throw this one out there. Yeah. You picked Cedar Hill to beat Lake Ridge. I did. You think that's an upset? I think Lake Ridge is going to beat them. Okay. You've there seen is. Lake Ridge. I mean, you've got. You've probably got a better feel for it. I, I just, just feel think, like their resume I'm looks willing, stronger. At this I agree. Point. I'm willing to give Cedar Hill the benefit. Sorry, Coach of Man. You can come losing. get me later. I'm. I'm willing to give Cedar Hill a chance. Uh, like a, a one week reprieve. Yeah. On saying, okay, bad game. Everyone lays. Everyone lays an egg every once in a while. Any more? Oh, yeah, we got more. Okay. Uh, Perry White asks, who won the Texas High School Player of the Week? Hey, Perry, uh, another kid uh, you might not, might share the last name as you, Darius White, mm-hmm. hard running back. I think you'd be excited about that. Uh, that was our Player of the Week. We announced that at the beginning of the show. Uh, Joseph Oliveris asks, will Temple get home field playoff game yes. and win district? Yes or no? Yes, yes that was easy. Because I believe they're, well, I think they're D2. Although, oh, I know they're D2. But, yeah. um, oh, actually, you know what? They might. Is the that, well, it's that the Temple Midway game. Yeah, the Temple the Midway, Midway game is going to determine it. Yeah. Right now, I think Temple's a favorite in that one. Yeah. But, Midway's uh, looking better-ish. Yeah. I still think Temple. But I would say Temple better. probably does. Yeah. yeah. I think if Temple does win that game, they'd beat yeah. themselves. Uh, Jason Langley asks, how far will Huntsville go? We've, we've talked about this. God, we talked Boy, about this kinda, region and district and everything. They kind of played with their food last night against Lamar Gonzalez, which has me a little bit concerned. Defensive but, struggle, um, yeah. Yeah, I think, th- I, I mean, basically probably until they run into um, Fort Penn, Marshall, or Manville. Um, well, hold on. They will, yeah. Uh, see, that's the division split thing. Probably until they run to Fort Penn, Marshall, Manville, uh, 
or like the winner of 12 5A Division 2. Um, but I think Huntsville's really good, and I, I just want them to be more consistent. That's my thing. I want them to be more consistent. Yeah, what's next? Uh, Mark Bauer, father of Dalen Bauer, who you may remember as being a Gunter stud when they won the state championship. He said, Max, good to visit with you at the halftime last week. I visited with his son, too. Uh, he says, anything change? Sure you are. No, no, no. He asked me, anything change on how far you think Gunner goes now with the news that they lost one of their best players? They did. Braden, Cop- Braden Clopton's out for yeah, the year. He, he had a um, – I was, was talking with someone on staff there and yeah. said that basically he had torn up his knee, I think meniscus, yeah. and they were going to see if he could play through it, and they just – he, he yeah. couldn't do it. And yeah. so he's getting surgery. Um <sighs> Uh, here's let's just be clear. He's important. He's important. He's I, really I th- important. He's really important. I, but the road is what the road is, right? Yeah. I, I, rea- I, have a hard, the, I have a hard time say, saying that suddenly they're not like, region favorite. They're not, a re- they're not at least co favorite in that region, right? Like you, you expect them to be in a regional final now, just because of who they are. Well, and here's the thing: it was always going to be them versus Canadian or Childress. Canadian Childress or Cisco coming yeah. out of Region One. Yeah. That game gets a little more dicey. Yeah. And it was always going to be, if they get past that game, going up against Newton, where maybe now instead of being 10-point underdogs, they're 12 or 13-point underdogs. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't really – I mean, it's a huge loss. It's a round, it's, it, 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 again, he's a super important player. It affects them, but to yeah. me, it doesn't It doesn't wholesale shift things. It's changing things around the margins. Yeah, it, it's not a huge, huge yeah. shift for them. Two more questions, and they are fun. You will like them. Uh, this Better. Matt Tepper. Which defense allows fewer points this weekend, Tech or OU? Hey, well, we don't know. See, OU may have that weird bounce back now that they've got a different, like, I'm they, they fired say... the coordinator. I don't know. Oh, gosh. Yep, here we go. I will say Tech. Okay. Tech allows fewer points. Okay. Okay. Rack them. And finally, the most important question of the day. There's always one that will just make you roll your eyes. From Adam Bodicare? Bodic. I, I don't know. Some guy who likes bad food out in San, San Angelo says, "Which Mortal Kombat character is most likely to be named to be the namesake of Tet Baby?" Um, I would just like to, <laughs> when when my child is born and I introduce you guys to uh, Scorpion Tepper, then you guys will know. <sighs> Get over here. I don't know. See, I feel like that's a bad idea because then people will just be like, "Oh, you a big Drake fan." Oh, I didn't think about that. You big Drake fan? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not huge into wheelchair Jimmy. Um, yeah. Okay, I lied. I got one more bonus question. Oh my gosh. Sorry, one more bonus question. We Johnny got... Cage Tepper. That's my answer. Johnny Cage Tepper. I, I'm here for that. No. <laughs> okay, I'm going to throw in this one from Aaron Arbuckle because okay. he's, he's usually a pretty good guy. He's usually in the in the mix here. With and a us. Canadian just, fan. Yes. At this point in the season, which team who was ranked at the beginning of the season is now fighting to make the playoffs? Brenham. That's my immediate thought. Brenham's, yeah. Brenham's really struggling. They're struggling. Anyone else that springs to mind? You know there's two or three teams. Well, there's two or three, but that, Brenham was the uh, first thing that sprung to mind. It's like, wow. you know. And, th- and to, again, to go back to what we were talking about with 13-5A Division Two, yeah. part of the reason of the chaos is that they we assumed, okay, everything else can go crazy down banana pants, but there will be Brenham at the top. They've struggled, and as a result, now they're fighting for a playoff loss. And that's it. Scene. Thanks for spending part of your day with us. Happy third birthday to us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at TextFootball.com. Vince Young, please get your player of the year trophy. Please watch Fox Sports Southwest tonight. My bosses want me to say that. We'll see you on Monday on Text Football Today.